What's up, everybody? What's going on? We're waiting for Dusty's. What's going on? We're live. I can't wait to hear about the trip. I'm here. What trip? Oh, oh, there he is, Dusty. So Dusty looks awesome, and I'm back. My ring light. I get home. Oh, there it is. These guys aren't prepared at all, guys. I just want to prepare you. Just know they're they're good guys, great podcasters. Hey. Not so good with the preparation. The tech side. My ring light was falling. I wouldn't apart. go as far oh, as to shit. say great guys. <laughs> I leave for a week. I come home. My ring light's destroyed. I don't know what Emily was doing with it. Oh jeez. Look how look how good my fucking camera hey, cat. on his phone. It's yeah, it's looking clear, dude. You look clearer than normal. Shannon, hello. Try to block it. Damn. Okay. Lucas is here. You guys saw Lucas. Oh, Lucas. Good to see you again, man. Long time no see. Okay. Welcome to the live show. This is what we do when we can't record on Monday and we panic. So (laughs) we are wearing, Dusty and I are both wearing AW Fitness super baggy shirts. We've got to give a shout out to Alex and Emily from aw fitness what town was their gym actually in adelphi i don't know but it's it's close to manchester i was there i got to visit i visited their gym and it's in like an old mill of course the building's like 200 years older than the oldest building in the u.s you know so it's the adelphi mill in ballington yeah it's a cool place man great people too oh yeah really cool they they brought us some gifts. They took care of us. Yes. We brought us a, a goodie Scott. bag. Yes, we won't say that it had weed in it. Um, <laughs> I got. Uh, it had cigars in oh, it. Sh- it had cigars in it. It did have cigars though. That I'm sure of. It had cigars. <clears throat> the other part cigars. I don't remember. This is a. No, I don't remember. I don't remember either. This is like the leg day shirt of leg day shirts. I put it on. Like right when you brought it to me, Ron, and I was like, "Yes, yeah." I so got this, I got this a good Sunday. One here. This baby's on. Look at this on me, all the way to the elbow. Nice. You gotta love that shit. Hell yeah, yeah. So I got a. a we both got a, a an AW Fitness shirt. So you said it's just outside of Manchester. Yeah, just outside of Manchester. It's that building, that mill. The building is like. I'm going to say 200 years older than anything in the United States. And it's just like an average building to them, right? Yeah, Um, yeah, I know. That's the thing about England. Right. And they have all this cool (laughs) equipment in there, too. A lot of really good stuff. And they're passionate about bodybuilding, both Alex and Emily. And they're, you know, they're big followers of our content. So I'm glad you guys got the chance to meet them. I just met them, you know, back at Fit Expo. When people give me presents, I'm very judgy. (laughs) And they they did an excellent job. And uh, yes. I might have to go visit them one day. Nice. There, there's my West Coast Iron Mug. Who thinks this is a cool coffee cup? I do. You think that's cool? I okay. love it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. They will be coming. We're going to get these made. Okay. We're live. We're live. I'm happy to be live. We don't know what... Are we 170 yet? Like, I know we're not saying the number, but we got we to gotta keep track of what it is. This is... We're, what's 170 minus one? It's that one. 169 yes oh you can't say that <laughs> so was that true when you said that we we're, you're worried that if you put 169 it might there is a list you? of demonetized words and right. the word sick the number 69 
may be demonetized. And what in fact, you, me just saying it might, you know, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Us. Could be. What if you what if you write it like you put yeah. episode one oh. and then you write the word sixty nine six? It yeah. might work. It Makes might sense. work. You know, or you could spell it wrong, like S I X T E E. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. N Y N. You know. Yes. Okay. So Dusty and I are back from from England. So now I'm going to have this problem where you know our awesome viewers are actually asking questions down the side. I'm going to be distracted by what we're talking about and the questions. So what are we doing? Are we going to ignore everybody right now and just talk? Is it wait? Yes. So I can't see the questions, so you have to actually ask them, Scott, because I'm on the stupid phone. Oh, that's um, right. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, oh. We did get so you don't one. Have the little sidebar. We've got an important yeah. comment here. There's something that we missed. That's right. Hit the button. That's right. Oh, Bring the fuck like, out. share, subscribe, comment. Ring the bell. Good job, Ring guys. There you go. And okay. thank you, Lija. Is that how you say it? Lija. Thank you for joining us. Yeah. I'm good with that. Yeah. Lija, cool name. Oh, I had a guy. Fuck, you know I do this all the time. I don't yeah, keep track of people's names. You know what I mean? Like I'm just a terrible, terrible. Like, hey, I got to thank the dude uh, for giving me the thing. You know, um, I'm that guy. So, but I had this guy message. I just got to see if I can actually. Find this. Well, wait a yeah, second. So Tell us about it. But wait, where, where did what did you guys do? Like some people okay, may just, not even know what happened. I, so I just got to say right here. This. Uh, so it's. I think it's, I, I hope I'm not butchering this. Is it Jorge? Because it's J-O-R-G-E. Yes, Jorge. Is that a, is that a Spanish J? Like yes. J-O-R-G-E. Yes. I don't know. So I'm going to say Jorge Wild or Jorge. I don't know. I hope oh, I'm not butchering Jorge. it. But he said, I just listened to your latest podcast and I'm from the Isle of Man. Nice. <laughs> 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 he said it's very peaceful population of 80,000 lots of greenery very chilled out place to live famous for its motorbike road racing but relatively strong bodybuilding community nice so that's awesome so and you know what now that he mentions that I think there's like a big super bike like a world super bike championship that's there every year you know what I mean huh so okay so what do we do yeah, we what did you guys do? We were in England for eight days. Well, I was. Dusty came over in a sensible Late. amount of time. Yeah, Dusty came over like the, literally the very last possible minute to do the things we needed to do. And, um, and then he left on the very, very first possible plane. <laughs> True. To get the fuck out of there. Because he's a busy man, apparently. And I went over, I went over on fucking Sunday. Got there Monday. <laughs> And I was like, and I got oh, there Thursday. I think I came too early. And then uh, I just hung out with Dino for two days and had a blast. And uh, and then, you know, Dino was like, well, let's uh, let's go downtown. I'll take you to a, a record store. So oh, we went hell to, like, yeah. a record store and looked through vinyl and I bought I bought some vinyl. And then uh, and he's like, oh, I just got to stop by the music store and pick up a cable because he's doing this new podcasting thing. Right. Where he wants to play vinyl and put it on the podcast okay yeah you know what i mean so he's buying like a roadcaster and he's setting it up with his record player and all that shit so we go there to get this cable we walk in and it's this monstrous fucking music store with like a thousand guitars in it 
And I'm like, oh, I didn't know we were coming here. And he's like, oh, let's have a look around. Like he didn't even mention it to me. It's yeah. not like he took me there. He just, we were just stopping by to get his cable. Hell so yeah. we're at this giant record store and I just had a blast. I looked at guitars for like two hours, played a few basses, um, played some drums. I haven't sat at a drum kit. Like I'm not a drummer. I've only, in my whole life, I've probably spent an hour total at a drum kit. Huh. Right. But you know, with, you know, like think, you know, I've, I've, I've air drummed and I've stayed at a True. holiday Inn express. So <laughs> with those two things, you know, my air drumming skills. Yeah. I kind of like, I got a good two, four and I got the kick drum on the one and three, you know, boom, boom, boom. See, yeah. anyways, did they have anything, did they have anything different, like different brands of equipment or anything like that, that, that we don't have over here in America? Like gym equipment, are you talking about? No, or like, well, no. yeah, in the music store. Oh, yeah, no, it was all the same stuff, man. Okay. It's all like, it's all Fender Gibson and, you know, all the big, like, sonar and all the big drums. And yeah, it's just all the best shit. This oh, is a really yeah. high end okay. store. Like, they had some really expensive guitars there and they were really cool. And I bought a pedal. I wanted um, a certain pedal, a very specific pedal. And I was trying to find it and they're hard to find. Like, not most stores are out of stock. I couldn't get it online. You know, found a used one on Facebook. The guy wanted 350 bucks for it, and I almost bought it. Yeah. And then I saw it in the store, and I go, how much? And he goes, 79 pounds, which is like 100 bucks. <laughs> and I was like, fucking A, I'll take it. So I bought a pedal, so I'm pretty happy about that. Hmm. I, I asked because I remember, I like, it. there were certain things I saw that were the same but different. Like, I, I believe... And they don't pronounce it the same over there, but we call it, at least here in Detroit, we call it Adidas, the company Adidas. I think yeah, they say Adidas. like Adidas or I don't they say Adidas. Yeah, Adidas. yeah. But they had like, you know, same shoes, but like a little bit different. Like the colors oh, might have been in yeah, a little yeah, bit yeah. different styles or a little. It was cool to see, right. you know, stuff that you don't see here, I guess. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. That does happen for sure. When you go to Europe, there's certain things like that. Or maybe they'll even be a, like, you know, a model that didn't yeah. get released here. They're like what's that it's like oh that's the model they did for europe only and they're like oh weird yeah yeah you know like the the vinyl i bought i bought i i collect acdc vinyl even though i don't even have a record player right now it doesn't matter I, i'm collecting i'm trying to get all of them and i'm only about halfway done now but i bought highway to hell which i don't have yet Ooh. actual 1979 press it's not a repress it's a 1979 highway to hell uk release damn and um it's in very very good shape and so i was pretty happy about that I, I would like to play play that eventually i'll have to get a record player and actually listen to it properly but it was cool just opening up the sleeve and pulling the record out and reading the the label and just you know the the insert and just cool like it just it was really cool back then buying an album you know like you got like a piece of art to look at mm -hmm. you know and um, and all the effort that went into it, and you know that like the, you know the band like, was very picky about what was going to go in there. You know what I mean? Like, so it's pretty cool. I like that shit. So then, then Dusty showed up on Thursday, and we shot. I shot the final episode of season seven of Mutant on a Mission. Oh, cool. And we did return to Dino's. Which so is awesome. Dino's is. Dino's was the first gym that I shot Mutant on a Mission at, episode one, season one. And we figured we'd do a return episode just to like kind of bring like 
people into the into the series and and remind everyone of where the series started and how far back they can go to watch them all you know a lot of people are like oh i love that show i've seen like five of them they're awesome and i'm like you know there's 60 of them right yeah like, like there's almost 60 and they're like no way like i've had people that just didn't realize we did so many so they're gone back and watched them all through and and um so yeah it's pretty cool and it turned out awesome you know uh Dusty came in to train with me. So I met up with Dino and he, he gave me a, you know, we walked around the gym and told some stories and had some fun like I do in the episodes. And then Dusty and I trained and Dino kind of hung out and yelled at us. And yeah, uh, us. and it was really cool because normally we would shoot that show at 10 a.m. when the gym's kind of dead because yeah. we want to yeah. be able to shoot and not bother people and all that stuff. And but for Dino's, after everything worked, after I realized Dusty was coming in so late, we had to put the, the shoot at 6 p.m. Uh, on a Thursday. It was prime time. <laughs> prime fucking time. There's a powerlifting group happening on the deadlift platform there. And, yep. and you can't. And, and then also, too, another thing that's kind of cool is the microphones that we wear, the little lav mics. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, they've gotten a lot better. We don't have to turn the music down now like you used to, you know, okay. like 10, 10 years ago, you had to like almost kill the music or else it was just a fucking mess of audio. But we had the, the music was pretty loud and and Rebecca was filming us. She's she shoots um, all that. Amazing. Awesome content. Yeah, amazing. So we had her shooting us and uh, she's like, no, I can hear you. You'll be fine. And it's like so you don't have to like hurt the atmosphere of the gym. You know what I mean? And it just makes yeah. it, it might, maybe it doesn't make a difference for how the episode sounds, but it makes a difference for how I feel doing it. Huh. Because the last thing I ever want to do is take away from the atmosphere to shoot. Never thought about that, but it makes because sense. Because then you're, you're not capturing the gym. What it is. Yeah. Yeah. And at Dino's, man, you can't, you don't want to turn that music down. Like I'd rather the audio be kind of a struggle. Honestly, okay. I would rather I would rather she have to edit around some shit and fix some sounds and maybe the odd thing I say just doesn't get used. I would rather that because the atmosphere in there is so awesome and everyone's screaming and yelling. And, you know, sometimes, you know, you move to a different machine and you're right under a fucking speaker yep. <laughs> and you're like, oh, well, I guess we're not talking at this spot, you know. And you just shoot it anyway. So I'm, I, I, me and Dusty had a great workout. I, Dusty had like a chip on his shoulder for this one. True. Yeah. And um, he had just gotten off the plane. He had like what a two hour nap. Yeah, about if if. <laughs> yeah, like he was full on, like traveled right the fuck out, jet lagged when he got there. No and it kidding. was like, Kate, there's your coffee. Let's fucking go. And he stacked everything. Every machine we used, he fucking we stacked. <laughs> stacked for sets of twenty. Hell yeah. Yeah, so it was like, you know, it was pretty cool. He would he would he would plate me and 10 rep me at the same time. Yeah. So, yeah, things yeah, are different. Good. Yeah. But we had a great one. Anyways, that's awesome. that's my that's my summary of of the kind of like the the week leading into the expo. And then yeah. Friday, Saturday, Sunday was just hanging out at the booth and meeting everybody and I'll tell you what, Dusty, what were we blown away by? The the amount of uh, here's the great thing, Scott, back in the day, Ron and I were friends and there was pictures with Ron and there were pictures with Dusty. 
now we just meet in the middle of the booth and everyone wants a picture right in the middle with both of us. Oh, that's so cool. The whole man. time. Like we literally, we just sat there in our own spots and just roll them through. And everyone had stories of how they started following the show, what they liked. We found seven more female listeners. Holy shit. Um, one of I, them, and they're awesome. One of them was Betty that you met at Dino's uh, from Poland, yes. client of mine. Yes. And yes. Uh, she, she said she had such a good time getting to, actually I heard from so many people that, that messaged me like, Hey, I got to meet Ron and Dusty. And they were just so excited. Like I, I heard so many cool stories of you making people's days better because they got a chance to like, just chat and stuff, you know, which is so cool. Yeah. Well, it's funny, Scott, and this happened to both Ron and I, uh, during prejudging after the men had come off, or I should say the finals, but the men's had the prejudging connected to the finals. Yeah. We, I went and got some food, went to the bathroom and I'm sitting there and I see James Hollingshead waiting, uh, you know, taking pictures. So I see him and a guy had his phone, needed someone to take a picture. I said, oh, I'll take the picture real quick. And I take a picture and the next thing I realize I've got people waiting to take pictures with me. <laughs> so I'm having, a, I'm having a hard time getting, just saying hello to James. Yeah. So I finally, I finally break away and go get the food. And then Ron comes back and goes, I was trying to get a picture with James but it was hard because everybody wanted a picture with me. And I'm like, that shit happened to me five seconds ago. That's so cool. <laughs> Somebody, I, and I wish I could remember who it was. Cause like I said, I, I think I got like a play by play of your entire trip from various different, you know, followers of the show. Mm-hmm. Somebody said, Dusty brought a pizza back for Ron, uh, for, yes. for finals, something like that. And he showed me the picture of you sitting next to a pizza. He's like, let's see what Ron does. I didn't bring him a knife. I didn't bring him a knife and fork either. That's I fucking made him raw dog. It. Oh no. Hey, I, I know what I like, but I can rough it. Yeah. I can rough it. That was a very foldable margarita. That yes, was very was. easily. I could have just rolled it up and just eaten it like a sandwich if I wanted. So yeah, no, it was really great. Um, I had the same thing with Hollings head. He, he kind of, you know, you're kind of keeping track of who's next, right? And yeah. I was clearly next. So Hollingshead, like, turned to, to intercept me, but I was busy taking a photo. So he went back and got someone else. And then after he was done with them, he turned again, and I was busy with another person. So we kind of laughed at each other. <laughs> and then I got in there, and I gave him a, you know, bro hug and just talked to him for a minute. And it was really great to see James. And um, it was great oh. to see him look so, so good. He did. He looked great. And for the... For yeah. the record, Ron, Ron and I both had him winning after prejudging. Did you even really? Though we knew, even though we knew the judges didn't. Okay, yeah. Yeah, well, it was, so I had him arguably winning. It was yeah. a yeah. very tight top group of guys. But I yeah. just thought that Hollingshead, I don't, in the prejudging, you know, his, tra- his, his traps are what get me. When he's walking or standing, his traps are so thick and they're, they just have that Dorian trap look where they're totally squared out. Yeah. And they stick out. They stick out behind his head. Look at, those, look at those erectors. Look at those erectors down to his fucking ass crack. No kidding. <laughs> and yeah, there's just, I, I just, I know Andrew jacked is like very, very impressive. Of course. Fucking crazy looking. And yeah, he, I can see him winning. I had no, I had no problem with him winning. There, it, that was a thing. I had no problem with the results at all. Um, I just felt like I thought James had that fucking hardcore sort of look that I like, you know? Yeah. And, um, and the traps, man, there was just something about it. It just said, I lift more than you all the <laughs> fucking time. Yeah. You know? 
You know what else I liked, Scott? I don't know if you watched it, but when they did the prejudging, you do your individual routine, right? And everybody goes right to the middle and just hits their shots. Yeah. James goes through like three quarters of his and then decides, fuck it, I'm going to turn into a guest posing. No he kidding. Goes to the left side, hits <laughs> some shots, goes to the right side, hits some shots. And I thought to myself, you know, the judges may not like that, but the fucking fans do. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I was it was like, pretty cool. Hell yes. I, I heard very, very good show. He did a, a James did a video saying like his thoughts on the Arnold. I watched mm-hmm. that today. And one of the things he noted was just how much connection he had with the audience, like how many fans he had that were there to cheer him on and meet him and all of that. So that that's and he mentioned that he was like, I really I wanted to take more pictures. Um, in fact, he was like, I think he said before he had to go back on stage, he was like, I needed to go backstage to get my tan redone. So I apologize. It's not that I didn't want to be with you and talk to you. Yeah, but I literally had yeah. to you know, fix my tan to get back on stage. So it sounded like he had a really overwhelming response. And, and it's really I mean, he's got a great physique. He's a hell of a worker. But with the podcasts and everything else, like people really get to know who he is, you know, and, and I think that through that, people really are connecting to their favorite bodybuilders today in a way they weren't mm-hmm. able to, you know, two decades ago. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. It was a, it was a, it was a fun show to be at. And then also I, we got to congratulate our mutant, our mutant teammate, Jamie, the giant. Yes. Um, he really presented well. He looked fucking great. He was in the best shape of his life. The biggest he's ever been the most complete he's mm-hmm. ever been. Um, quads were split to the hips <laughs> to the hips <laughs> to the hips the whole time see those quads yeah and 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 i will tell you this um when jamie was here a couple weeks ago he was actually having a hard time with that really yeah he was having a bit of a hard time with his upper quads and i remember talking to him about it but i'm you know i'm not his coach so i wasn't like telling him what to do but yeah. i remember just kind of like leaning into him a bit about the fact i thought it was important to yeah. really like make sure he gets it and um and and I, I you know i like to think that maybe my rant gave him a little motivation <laughs> for a week to to really sit onto those fucking upper quads and and pull those out um yeah. because well, when i, I tell I, you I, think, I was i was walking and i was being very judgy and he was I very think, I, good at it that's cool i think it's safe to say that uh when i like how ron says it I leaned in a little bit. We all heard the fucking rant. You didn't yeah, we did. We were like, listen, <laughs> motherfucker, if you don't get this right, you're off a mutant. It's done. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody I'm making calls. Somebody made the comment there like, Ron forgot to be Canadian <laughs> in this clip. <laughs> right, yeah. Every once in a while, we let the veil slip. Yeah. Right? And the world sees us for what we really are. Yeah. That's you right. Know? Fucking amazing. You know? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, uh, utterly fantastic time in England. Um, so I see someone, Sarah, how would you enjoy our weather? Your weather was great. It I was like great. it kind of just, can I wear a hoodie if I want? Or do I just want to go with a t-shirt? Might be a little chilly. I like that weather. Yeah. Right? That's like, and it, yeah. it, what, it didn't even, what did it rain on us once? Not even once? I didn't even get rain. Barely. Yeah, it was like a drizzle. Like, yeah, it was great. I, I, I didn't mind it at all. I don't like the sun melting my fucking face off, and yeah. I don't like that shit. I was very happy there with the weather. That's fine. You know, a blue sky would be nice once in a while, just to make me feel like, you know, a human being. But other than that, I was good, you know? Yeah. yeah. You know? I could live in a mall if I had to, is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, that it's medium accurate. temperature, no real weather. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's, hey, that's brutal. Since you guys are talking a little bit about the show, people will be like, you didn't even talk about the guy who won. I mean, you did mention Andrew Jack, but yeah. what did you guys think of seeing him in person? All I saw were pictures and I saw clips on YouTube, stuff like that. But I'm curious to hear your opinions from being actually there. Um, he's, he's, he's tough to beat. He's an, he's overwhelming. He's overwhelming. Um, he's the biggest mm. and he's, you know, one of the hardest, not quite the hardest, but he's the freakiest. Yeah. Maybe you know, like it's, it's, you know, you got those major boxes, right. And he checks a few of them. He's got the most, uh, um, he has the most, pleasing. yeah, he's pretty pleasing too. Like he's not the best poser. Like I'm not a fan of his side chest. He lets his shoulder roll forward. I yeah. think he should mm-hmm. roll his shoulder back and get that trap popping. But what's scary about him is how much he can still improve. That's the mm. thing about Andrew Jack is he can still get a lot better. And, and um, just from posing and presenting his physique in a better way. Cause his posing was, I thought his posing was a little better here than Dallas. I remember being critical of him in Dallas. Okay. Um, and I thought he got better here. He was better, more consistent. He wasn't moving around as much in his poses, which was what his problem was in Dallas was he couldn't really hold a pose, you know, like yeah. when you don't move mm-hmm. anything, <laughs> you know? So he was uh, more consistent here. looked fantastic. I know he's working with George Farah, and I know George keeps things very, very consistent. He's not loading guys on fucking crazy shit, and you know it's it's pretty pretty simple stuff. And and um, so they probably have good control of his physique at this point. They probably know what he's going to look like every morning and how predictable he's going to you know be every night. And he's just the the big crunchy pecs in the front, relaxed in the front lat spread, um, make him look very three D. So yeah. when everyone does the front lat spread and his pecs rise up and stride across um, more than everyone else's, right? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It gives that depth, that depth to his physique from the front, which is, you're, you know, think of from the front. That's why I ranted about the quads, right? From the front, I mean, you got a lot. You got three, you got the relax, the lat spread, and the bicep, like three major poses from the front that, you know, um, you, you can add depth to if you have really thick pecs, you know, even the ab thigh, you put your hands up, the guys with a thick chest that still have a thick chest with their arms over their head. That, that, that just stresses the importance of a big thick chest. And that's one of the things that Andrew Jack has that, that gets him in front of other people on those. That's, you know, four, four poses, right? So it's, it's a lot. Yeah. And I think we mentioned before, like you guys were saying him not being a great poser, he's still like pretty much brand new. So that's something he will be able to continue improving. I felt like he, I mean, I didn't, like I said, I wasn't there and I just looked at some pictures. I felt like he wasn't quite as sharp as what I remember in Texas. Yeah. I don't think his condition was any better than Texas. Okay. Yeah. Um, and in, at, in Texas, I thought that is, he could have been like more strided in the backside, right? Like the glutes, hams and stuff like that. Um, I don't really think he was any leaner at all. He had like pretty much the same look to me. Okay. Yeah. But it's a lot. Um, you know, I see this one guy, George White here says, uh, um, Andrew ain't beating Samson. (laughs) I I think that, I think that's one thing that I, that I would add. And I know the way the internet works or this be taken as negative. Andrew's phenomenal. What I hope doesn't happen to him 
is I feel like the fans are getting ahead of themselves with how good he is. Mm, yeah, I don't want the fans I know how to good burn he him can out. Be. I know how good he can be and will be, but like I had somebody at the booth, they're like, I can't wait to see him next to Rami. I'm like, it's not going to happen. Yeah, He's not going to stand next to Rami unless their names are alphabetically lined up. He's not there yet. And it's not a diss on him. The guy has won two shows back to back and beaten phenomenal bodybuilders. It's just, I don't think that people realize the gap that takes place. I mean, so you're suggesting he's passing Ian, Nick, mm. Hunter. Really? I mean, again, and, and, and you could shock me. It could be proven wrong, but I just, I looked up there and, and I've been to every Olympia since 2002 and Dang. I've never, it didn't jump. I didn't say, oh, fuck. But I can tell you the first time yeah. I saw Phil Heath, I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. A lot of people yeah. are screwed right now. And he was yeah. 212 pounds. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I think he's phenomenal. I think he'll get there. I personally was a little disappointed in the fact that you're so good and you have such good coaches around you. How was the posing not something you obsessed about between mm. Texas and here? Because there were still things, listen, you know, there were things I could easily pick off and say, this needs to change, this needs to change. And I know his coaches know more than me. So either he didn't do it or they didn't do it, hmm. which blows my mind. Because if he was hitting all of his poses right, I wouldn't have been able to say, I think James had that show. And I still would have given it to James. I'm not mad at the placing, but I would have given it to him. But I think if he hits his shots right in the exact same conditioning, I can't say that. Yeah. yeah. You know, because he got – he yeah. got. Um, James, There's a door open. James and and Martin are extremely professional bodybuilders on stage. Look at this they shot. Every shot, they hold every shot. That's Martin I mean. Fitzwater. That that shot blows yeah. me away right there. That's one of my favorite so he, shots from so the show. So here's here's the thing about Martin. That, that kid's was trouble. Every shot, every pose, every quarter turn, every second he was on the stage. Yeah. He knew that someone could be watching him, and he made zero mistakes. None. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's exactly right. And you know why? Because Branch Warren <laughs> is a bad motherfucker who probably fucking just destroyed it into him. Because hmm. Branch didn't do that either, right? It's no surprise that he came out and presented the same way Branch does. Yeah. Like, Martin's very dangerous on stage, man. Yeah. Well, he He's also very dangerous. hits shots. He hits shots, Scott, effortlessly. And you know how hard it is to hit. He's yeah. sleeping up there because he's worked 10 times harder in the gyms posing than they'll ever make him work on stage. So he's just cruising up there. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's what it, it takes, it, isn't it? It's not 130 degrees in Texas up on that stage, and that's what he's been practicing. <laughs> yeah. I remember Branch said that once. They said, he, he, they said um, someone asked him, like, isn't it hard training in, like, 110-degree heat in August? And he's like, yeah, that's the best time to be fucking suffering like that because no one else getting ready for the Olympia is training in 110-degree brutal heat. Like, that's they would cool. fucking die training with me. And that's yeah. what gives me a mm -hmm. mental advantage, right? It makes everything else so easy. Yeah. Yep. You know? And, um, yeah, I, 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 I definitely agree with Dusty that, uh, that um, you know, Martin was very professional on stage and, and was probably a better poser than the vast majority of everyone else in the show. Another thing sure. though, I noticed with a lot of guys, it frustrates me. I'm not going to rant, but yes, you are. They'll, they'll hit a pose in their posing routine for like a fraction of a second. Mm. Yep. 
like they'll they'll crank a crab shot like a big most muscular and the second their hands touch they stand up and relax like they don't even hold it for like a split second and it's like a crab shot like a crazy 250 pound guy hitting a most muscular and they don't hold it crab shot (laughs) yeah like it's like a freaky crab shot but they almost just touch it like bounce off of it boom and they stand just the tip Mm. just a tip (laughs) (laughs) hopefully but i just yeah yeah, i'm just a fan of like i i was always told you got to hold every pose because that's the only way you get good pitchers (laughs) right you know you got the guy sitting in the front row that's that's supposed to take the good pitchers yeah and if you're just doing those flash front doubles you know like the guys that dance to rap they just like go boom and they just pop into a front double and you gotta miss it there's no like you yeah, get shot you know, with your arms out like this. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and the hands are moving. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and your eyes are me. blinking. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. The worst exactly. pictures. So what? What else about the show, Dusty? Do you actually want to talk about the show? I mean, everyone watched I mean, the show. Those, at those the were the. That was the main things. I mean, I think we touched on. I don't like to beat them up too bad, but. Um, uh, I, I do. I do have a new segment that we need to roll into when you guys are ready that you don't even know about. We have a new okay. segment that we're doing live, and uh, and and this was brought to you guys by Nikki because she suggested it, and uh, I thought this is fucking genius. So here are the rules. I'm gonna say something. Both of you, without being nice, Miss, I'm talking to you, Scott, Mister. I'll wait for everyone else to answer. You blurt. <laughs> you blurt out. Whether it's overrated or underrated, oh, okay. and then I'll let you have a short amount of time to say why you say what you did on each item. These are rapid fire, and there are a few, but we're going to learn a lot about you guys right now. So it's overrated, underrated, and you're going to say one of the two, and then I'll tell you guys one at a time to give me a, a quick breakdown on why. Ready? So who goes? First who word. goes first? Who who goes first? No, no, same time. You're gonna both blurt. Oh, I, don't ah, any, I don't want. Any, I don't want anyone trying to be like, oh, I think maybe he's right. Fuck you. Answer. Okay. Anna. All right. Okay. Here we go. Trend A. Overrated. It, it's good. It's not underrated. It's not an answer, Scott. What? It's good. Well, okay. Under over. It, neither. It's you it's suck at this game. It's, it's good. <laughs> it's good. It would be my. Overrated, it's fantastic. Accurate. Accurate, accurately accurate rated. rated. There we go. Okay, Ron, okay. what's your deal? Ron, what's your deal on your answer? Go. Well, I say overrated because I'm thinking of what is the general consensus. Mm. And the general consensus is that Trent is magical and you have to be on it all fucking year long. <laughs> True. So True. my thing right. is like, no, I just had pros compete this year that did very well, that didn't use any trend at all. Yeah, I've been there too. I've had so. guys turn pro that weren't on trend. I've had countless people win local regional shows with no trend. Right? It's overrated. It's not a must have. It's an extremely powerful tool that works really fucking well if you know what you're doing with it. But Fuck. not everybody needs a 50 caliber handgun. It's not <laughs> practical. It doesn't fit into girls' purses. You're speaking my language now. Yeah, some people need a little 22, a little concealed. You know, some people need a 38 special, right? What's the right gun for you? There you go. So what if I'm not being nice, but Ron actually, I agree with that, but it's a fantastic compound. I think it is, but it is overhyped, overused, probably abused. You don't need nearly as much as you think you do, but it can be 
an absolutely fantastic compound when used properly. Do you absolutely Scott, need it? I've been in the same Scott place as you. This game. I do. I do. I also want to state to everyone who was listening, the 122 people that are listening, I said, and just give me a brief explanation. 17 minutes later, I'm like, I'd like to use the second word now. Okay. <laughs> word number worry, two. Scott. I believe you'll get better. I believe you'll I'll get better. I'll try. I'll try. Ready? 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 Deadlifts. Overrated. Overrated. Yeah, I'll go with overrated as well. Scott, all right, Scott, you get like. 15 words. Why is it overrated? Uh, it, you know what? I can't do it very well myself. It. I've always had back issues with deadlifts. And, okay, it's going to be more than so, a couple words. Risk, I've seen so risk, this whole... Risk to benefit ratio is not right. Yeah, and I've seen this whole new crop of younger people getting into bodybuilding, looking up to Jordan Peters, literally only doing hinging movements for their back, yet they can't dumbbell row a 70-pound dumbbell with good form for reps. And their and their lats suck, you know. <laughs> okay, Ron, your turn. Uh, there's a, there's just too many champion bodybuilders. I've trained with so many of them. Like my my one of my best friends went to the fucking Olympia at 265 pounds. We would never deadlift it off the floor, ever. Yeah, valid. It's, right. it's for some people. For some people, it's a great movement. Like. Well, that's the thing, not for other people, it's, it's just a it's just movement like, under. you know, yeah, it's overrated. You don't have to do it. Lots of people are trying to look like Bumstead, so they think they got a deadlift. But they got to remember, Bumstead, half of the reason he deadlifts is because he's fun for him to just fucking deadlift. Like, he's having fun in the gym and he looks like that. Yeah. Okay. Next, <laughs> right? next word. Metallica. Accurate. Underrated. All right, all right, go, go, Scott. They're accurately rated. I know so many people that absolutely think they're, like, fantastic, and they are, but let's go a little further. After the Black Album or before the Black Album? After the Black Album, I would say overrated. Before the Black Album, fantastic. See, but I okay. thought we were only allowed to use one word. I, I can't. I, I'm breaking the rules. I, so I'm doing my best. Here's, here's how I'm basing my choice of over or under. Okay. I'm thinking right. of the general average consensus right now, mm. right? So if this, also, 19, if, if this was 19, if this was 1990, yeah, yeah. So, um, mm. so you know, I think Metallica is underrated now because I'm factoring in all the younger people now that maybe don't oh. understand their contribution to the, the to what's going on, and you know, people might listen to say, let's say someone's a Papa Roach fan. Right. But they hate Metallica. It's like you realize that the guys from Papa Roach fucking love Metallica. Right. Like a lot of people don't realize that every other musician that they love looks at Metallica and thinks those guys are fucking unbelievably important. Like imagine what wouldn't exist. Yeah. Imagine what wouldn't exist if Metallica never existed. Like the entire musical landscape would be completely altered in every way in, across every genre. It would be absolutely it would be a it would be like you know butterfly effect you know world war ii doesn't happen and then fuck everything's completely different <laughs> i thought you, you were gonna say that metallica was gonna stop world war ii i was like what like metallica, you have no iraq war you have no <laughs> you know we get to mars by year 20 like, blah, 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 blah. like it's just weird yeah all right would, next word next word but it's two words side boob underrated Mm, I had a boy. I haven't given a lot of thought about side boob in a while. 
I guess underrated for that reason. All right. I, I, love it. I really, really appreciate some side boob. <laughs> I try not to make it obvious. I try to just be like, hey, how's it going? Good to see you again. How's training? But if there's but, side but, boob but happening, I'm But he's simultaneously, as all female listeners learned, deciding if he wants to sleep with her. Anyway, wow, no. <laughs> if he would, if he was available, I mean. Uh, oh, <laughs> hey, I think they do the same thing. They say a woman decides in the first 60 seconds if she'll ever fuck you. <laughs> oh, God, we're really derailing now. Here we go. Yeah, that's you what they say. They say a woman knows 60 seconds in. Yeah, no. Yeah. It, that's cool, though, because then at the end of the next 30 seconds, we're all done with it. Um, yeah, it only okay. takes a minute. <laughs> All right, here's another one. And this one's important to me. It means a lot to my soul because it bothers me. Marvel movies. Overrated. I'm with yes. I'm with Ron. Yeah. <laughs> That's all they make anymore is 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 the superhero movies in general. Want so I have a Marvel movie story right now about to happen. Yes. <laughs> I get on the plane, I'm looking through the movies. There's not a lot that's interesting me. Not a lot. And I did like the first Doctor Strange. I watched it on the plane, thought it was entertaining, right? I was like, oh, it was pretty cool. You know, I was visually very stunning. I, you know, I don't know the Doctor Strange character, and I understand, you know, part of the Marvel thing. But it was just as a standalone movie, I enjoyed it. It was a cool. I could follow it. The concept was followable, you know? And uh, so I thought, hey, I'll uh, watch the Doctor Strange, the, the sequel, you know, whatever the title is, I can't even fucking remember, but it's the second one. And, uh, I got like 35 minutes in and I thought this is the dumbest fucking thing. I can't even bear to continue to watch. This is stupid. And I turned it off. Imagine this. Imagine this guy. He has a nine hour flight. He's on nine hour flight Nothing to do nowhere to to go. And that movie is still so dumb. He had to turn it off. Yeah. Here's my thought is that down the road, like 50 years, how many of these Marvel movies are people going to be saying like, oh, that was an epic, you know, uh, historical moment in film. Exactly. You know, right. There's better TV now than there ever has been, though. I think that like some of these TV shows are getting such good budgets like Ozark or whatever else you're into. Uh, what, what what was Stranger Things had like this billion dollar per episode, you know, uh, budget. It's like I, they're, they're doing a lot with those. I, I have a really hard time with the studios being okay with something not making sense. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like, totally and I, I find like there's just so much of that in those Marvel movies. Like, why didn't he just do this? Yeah. Like, if right. I ask that question, why didn't he just do this? It'd be over by now. Yeah. Why is it like if, if I ever ask that, your movie's fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, because because you taught me that he can do this. Yeah, he's, like he's you know, yeah, it. yeah, it just doesn't make sense. There's just so many little things that you're like. Thirty five minutes in, I was like, I I can't fucking I can't fucking do this. Yeah. There was this big right, fight get... in the street. It was just stupid. All right, it's time to get personal with some some people. Here we go. Chick-fil-A. Overrated. Never had it. I don't know. I don't go out to eat. I don't eat at fast food restaurants. You've never had Chick-fil-A. Listen, I ha- I don't have enough time. That's the answer. I don't have enough time. Because even like my local Arby's or McDonald's, I look at the so I've great. thought about like I gotta stop there. 
you know, because I'm starving. And there is a line that wraps two times around the building. You go to Chick-fil-A and that line is literally out into the street. It's never even crossed my mind that I'm going to eat there because it's just too busy. And Ron is correct, just so you know. If you ever <laughs> get the urge to get in that line, yeah, it is absolutely overrated. I'll bring a snack. It's, uh, it's, it's chicken nuggets. I, I agree. I, I, and I'm proud of them because I love anybody who can create something so dominant and kill it like <laughs> that. Which brings me to my next question on the overrated, okay. underrated. Crocs. Ooh, overrated. <laughs> they, they get a bad rap. That's what I think. <laughs> that's that's what it is. He they loves, get a bad rap. So he likes this so much he bedazzles them. I mean, <laughs> I'm not I'm not wearing them now, but this would be a perfect opportunity. You slip the Crocs on. You sit down at the podcast studio. Keep your feet warm on the basement floor. But do I go out and shoot guns in them? Maybe. <laughs> hey, I, 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 he said maybe. <laughs> you know, I had something no. I was going to tell you guys. I don't own a pair of flip flops. Really. Yeah, I don't have a, I don't have any. What do you wear in your house? Nothing in my house. Just walk around barefoot in my house. It's my house. Yeah, but you don't put something on your feet just because that's what you do. No, I have. No, shoes. Or I just have my I socks. I walk on. in the house. I take my shoes off. You're American. You guys wear your shoes on. in the house. Canadians no, take their shoes get... off when they come in the house because you don't want to. But make, you, you want to track you, all over. You can have house slippers or house slides. I have a pair of slippers. They're really cozy, but I only wear them like in the winter sometimes if the floor is cold. I have a question. Ron, are you under the impression that every all Americans leave our shoes on in the house? Well, no, because you live in Michigan. You guys have actual winter and shit. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. But I'm talking like keep the carpet nice, you know, if you have rugs or whatever. I've been to a lot of people's houses in warm places and we come in the door and they're like, oh, just leave your shoes on. Yeah. And they just walk right across their floor with their outdoor shoes. I'm like, oh, fuck. Maybe okay, if I had like this. all tile in Florida, I might. Yeah. Do lots that, of tile. Know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't need carpet. So yeah. Okay. Good. Okay. Next um, one, Dusty. You guys ready for this one? No. Bro chat. Bro chat. Uh, Overrated. Bro chat. Overrated. <laughs> can't say it's it's averagely rated it's 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 now he's creating a whole new thing it's first he had accurately accurately that's the word let me tell you let let me tell you what what my favorite show of fuads is what's that the real bodybuilding podcast yeah when he interviews somebody that's my favorite that's my favorite i I have a lot of fun on the other ones and i love the bollocks one because he you know all the british guys just crack me the fuck up but but i'm just saying my favorite one is is uh the Real Bodybuilding Podcast, RBP. I, I had I had to make this remark because it was actually funny the amount of people that would like make a comment, like, "Oh, I like your show better than than Fuads or whatever." I always laugh because I'm like, "You guys do know we love those guys, right?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and that <laughs> good fuck Fuad, you know. <laughs> and another 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 thing I will say though, now that Jose's on there, oh my god, I fucking love Jose on there. Jose's Jose awesome. and Guy together. Jose and Guy together are. They should have a reality show and live together. They should live oh, together. Can you imagine? Just put show. them in a house and not even just. That's it. Just them. Just leave it alone. Let it go. Yeah. My oh, answer, awesome. yeah. by the way, has nothing to do with my personal taste because I haven't really watched but a few clips ever because I'm busy with doing our shows and editing them. So if I watch YouTube, it's always like something else, like, you know, gun stuff. 
so I, I only, but people love I them. A, I only watch a few clips, but I, I will say this because I think it's funny um, about the the joke with people back and forth. Arguably, in in, in my opinion, I think Fuad is the best interviewer of all the podcasts in bodybuilding. Hmm. He I does a great job. Like he, he fucking slays it. So I had to toss it in because so many people made comments and I was always like, I love those. I don't watch, I don't consume content. So I only see the clips. So I never really know the whole thing, but I always die laughing. And as soon as I saw that they added, uh, added uh, Jose to bro chat and I seen a couple clips, I'm like, so that's just Jose being Jose. <laughs> I honestly, one of my favorite Instagram accounts is just the bodybuilding and bollocks highlight oh, reel yeah. account. Yeah. Like, like it, I don't have time to watch other podcasts. Like I watch little five minute clips here and there of like news and I try to catch up a bit, but, but on Instagram, I watch all of these carousels, no the kidding. bodybuilding and bollocks. They're fucking yeah. hilarious. I don't know who does this channel. I'm under the impression it's a fan. Oh, it's a fan. It for it's him. fan. Yep. It's a fan who does it for him. And it's just fucking amazing. And every once in a while they put up like an old Luke one, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, yep. and it's, I love it. They're, Cause I feel like you do get the best moments yeah from oh yeah the podcast you know that we so. need that we could use that then if that's yeah. something because i think like when we've done little clips and stuff there's some clips that people really enjoy i should throw it out there that if there's any in fact i've been thinking about trying to hire somebody to help with the channel as a whole to do things like clips and social media yeah we were talking about so how much it. you know if anybody's got yeah. any thoughts on that, if anybody would be interested, you know, hit me up, reach out to me. Yeah. McNally diets yeah. at Gmail, McNally diets at gmail.com. I'd be curious to hear anybody's thoughts, you know? Yeah. We'd love All to right, have so, someone who could help us out. Go ahead, yeah. Dusty. So do we real quick, Scott, do we have any questions that we should answer? Or should I keep rolling for a minute? If you want to keep rolling, I'll start finding some questions. I didn't know, but yeah. plus we don't have any questions live yet, but everybody who's okay, watching cool. guys, we could use some questions yeah, There's 136 of this, you. So if you all leave one question, we will be here for the next nine and a half hours. Yeah, it'd be perfect. Be good. Because we'll answer quickly. Okay, next one. This is a big one. Uh, ba, 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 anal. Underrated. You think, are there people who like are no, saying that? I'm just that, kidding. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I think it's probably, it's accurately. Eh, that's a tough one. See, this is the only one I'm having trouble with. Accurately rated. <laughs> <laughs> it just depends. <laughs> There's just so many variables on this one. I don't know. Metallica is one thing, but you know, we're going to have a discussion about this. Oh, oh God. Geez, how do you approach you. this? How do you approach it? This well, depends. Usually, usually you got to warm up it. Oh, wait. You're I mean, about the question. There, I mean, <laughs> some days, yeah, just, yeah. There's a lot Definitely of approach it with Approach it with lube. Um, <laughs> Not what you meant. Not what you meant. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm trying to go all over the board. This is one that I think is good. The cold plunge slash ice bath thing. Overrated. Yeah? Yes. I don't know enough about it. I think the vast majority of these recovery antics are... Antics, he said. <laughs> yeah. I, I agree with you. Because we, we were trying vast to decide majority. It's like it's like the same thing with the cryotherapy. I'm like, well, I did a whole career and never got in a fucking cold room, and I was fine. And Ron had a great career, and his whole life was a cold room when he walked outside in sub-zero temperatures. So we both lived in northern Alberta. Shape. No, exactly. I just i I think a lot of times we look at you know scientific laboratory stuff, and we try to just 
translate it to our bodybuilding recovery. And I'm not yeah. really sure that, you know, does it make 1% difference over the course of 10 years? Does it make 1% difference per month? Like, mm. I don't know. We just don't know. I mean, I'm sure with some people, maybe they're in a position where certain, these certain treatments make a bigger difference than others too. You know, like infrared saunas and, you know, cupping. And there's just not a lot of science. There's no science behind some of this stuff. It's really theoretical and, you know, sort of thinking on like, well, it makes sense on paper and that sort of stuff. And maybe it does. Maybe we'll get some peer-reviewed studies that show that this makes a big difference. I've also seen some guys saying that this ice bath stuff could actually hinder the good inflammation and you don't want to do that. Hmm. So, right. yeah, you know, yeah. I think most of those, tr those, those antics are overrated. Dave Chappelle. Everybody loves him, right? So accurately so is rated. Underrated. Is accurate. So just give me a second. Are we allowed to say accurately? I've said it for literally every single one of yeah, these. Just no, like popping because, out the whole time. I'm taking exactly. heat over here. <laughs> I've put it all on Ron. I said bro chat was overrated just to just to be funny. And now that's going to go viral. Yeah. They're going to fucking text Fuad. Ron says you're overrated. Ron Partlow said you specifically as a human being were overrated. Yeah. That you yeah, suck. That's going to wind up. Yeah, yeah. And your family are all overrated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, I, like, I like Ron's route. He's actually taking shots. What is he? Because I think, I'm going to just get up. I actually think as popular as he is, I still think he's underrated. Because huh. I well, love I'm, that he just goes against the fucking machine. Yeah, I love I, that. I'm going to say underrated because I think that his defiance of woke culture is mm. extraordinarily important right now. Mm. And we need significant figures like Dave Chappelle to stand up to these people and say, fuck you. I'm not going to censor my humor to make your feelings easier to manage that's a great you're just gonna have mm -hmm. to learn to live with it and um so i really commend him for that and i hope he continues to do it viciously and repeatedly and other people need to Agreed. join him that is a great point all right i do have a question here if you want to keep going dusty yes. you're, you're no, killing no, we'll, it man with this no we're gonna bring those back but let's do the questions as they pump because we got a reward for being live let's go. all right well this one isn't live but i, I want to throw it up there though because i thought it, you know sure. little little bodybuilding on a bodybuilding show here uh, this is from the last episode. Uh, oh, God. I can't even read that. A lot of yes. I shall read it. He says, um, I need to switch from DC slash Fortitude HD training uh, for less intense, more volume, as I'm now a chiropractor who's had also had nine surgeries and putting off uh, at least one more until my left el uh, with my left elbow and a few chronic issues with wrist and knee. Uh, problem is every time I've tried to switch over the past two years uh, to do so, I get bored. I would rather pluck my eyelashes out um, one at a time than training this way. So that's his main thing. He also added at the end, he said, uh, P.S. Last five minute crew from episode one. And he added, I actually disliked episode one. There wasn't enough bodybuilding talk. And now it's my favorite podcast uh, out of, and fiance is starting to listen, even though she can't stand the sport. Wow. That says a lot. I love this. So he needs Ron, to change his, his, he needs to change his training then. Is what he he's saying. He doesn't want to because it's fucking boring. Okay. 
I, I have I have an answer though that can actually work. Okay. Here's the issue a lot of people have with all of the high intensity training programs. They I know think exactly what you're gonna say. Means a low number. You can you like can six do reps. high intensity. Yeah, go higher weight or go higher reps. I mean, or slow down the negative, activate more control. You can still do that kind of training. It is not a dangerous style of training. In fact, and, and I got to credit Ron for this. Ron was literally the person when I was doing hacks and like finding ways to Jimmy rig shit on the equipment. Yeah. It was like, bro, you got to find a way to make that heavier without actually adding weight. Slow down, pause the bottom, do something because there has to come a point where your body can't do it. Your muscle can, but something's got to give. And I did. It was like, all right, let me slow it down. Okay, let me do pause at the bottom. Let me increase the rep ranges. So you do not have to change your training. You got to change the way you're approaching those training styles. Find ways to make the same weight or less weight heavier by doing more reps, by slowing it down. There's a lot of techniques you can use. But when I hear somebody list off that many injuries, I'm not saying they all came from body, but I'm sure they didn't. But you don't have to do that. The other thing is when you have a movement that your body doesn't like, I do not understand how many times, and Ron knows because I go off about this. They're like, how do I do skull crushers? My elbows fucking kill for two weeks after I do them. I'm like, well, don't do them. Yeah. Dump Jesus. all the movements it's, that hurt. Yeah. If something hurts, yeah. it's not for you at the end. Even if you loved it in the past and got great gains, your body's saying, fuck you. Don't do that anymore. So you don't need to change the training style, you need to change your approach. Yeah, that's exactly it. Pick movements that don't hurt. Maybe it's time for you to be a machine guy. You know, there's no shame in that. 50 years mm -hmm. old, going to the gym, look like a million bucks, but you're a machine guy? Who cares? Yeah. Like, oh, I don't dumb you don't dumbbell press anymore. So what? I look great and I'm healthy. You know, yeah. who cares? Like, drop the movements that hurt, do the movements that don't, and raise your reps up, you know? Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. You got another one, Scott? You want me to move back again? Uh, yeah, I've got some here. I just screened a bunch of them. Okay. This is an important question. Ron and Dusty, did you guys try some Indian cuisine in the UK? No, I did not at all. But I did go to an Indian restaurant like a month ago in Vancouver. Yeah. But I did the typical Western white guy thing, and I had the tandoori chicken with white rice. Yeah. You I'm not the, big on ethnic I food. I, I can't. I can't handle like some of the spices and stuff. Like, yeah, I'm let not me, a good. Let me explain I'm, something. I'm to not you a guys good so ethnic just... cuisine guy. I have a hard time. I'm a picky eater. Ron is barely a cuisine guy in general. I'm barely a cuisine Ron, cuisine guy. Ron gets a. This is a cheeseburger. You guys, you take Ron to the greatest cheeseburger place on the planet. Here's what he wants: two patties, two slices of cheese, a bun on the top, a bun on the bottom, and a side of barbecue sauce. Oh, that's interesting. It. He don't he don't want no lettuce on that bitch. He don't want no tomatoes, no onions, <clears throat> no. nothing, no pickles. No, I don't no want any fucking salad on my burger. The burger is <laughs> no. about the meat. I want to taste the fucking protein. I want to taste the burger. I don't want any vegetables in the way. Fuck that. And every time we go somewhere, at, and I, I hate I found this to be true. Every every third time Ron orders a burger, they can't do it. They send it out with some kind of shit on it because, like, the chef's like, "Fuck this guy! He needs to have a lettuce on here." Yeah. Like, nope. We gotta put. We gotta put this. I mean, every, it came the other day. I laughed. They hit the table. I just looked at Ron and smiled. He goes, it's "Supposed to be plain." And I think they went to the back and the guy just grabbed it. He grabbed a napkin and he was like, 
Oh, there you go. It's plain. All right. You're set. Good to go. Brand <laughs> fucking it new. came back. I inspected it when it came back. It looked legit. But um, yeah. No, I like my burgers plain. But I'll tell you what. When I go to like East Indian weddings and they have those little fried balls of vegetables, I don't know what they're called. They Ooh. look like they look like little like fried little tater or sorry they're like i don't know what you call them <laughs> no they're bigger than that they're bigger than that they're like you know but they're they're really good and they're like deep fried vegetables and potatoes yeah. and then they got the deep that deep fried fish that, that you get when you go to indian restaurants or the weddings huh. i can eat that stuff all day long that's delicious yeah yeah good texture you know good crunch. i remember dorian yates saying that I remember once he said at that seminar I went to in 93, someone said, what's your favorite cheat food? He goes, ah, cheeseburger. Or after we work out, we'll, we'll order some Indian food. Mm. I remember him saying that. And as a Canadian, I was like, Indian food? Is it cheat meal? That's weird. I remember like, it was just, but he's from England. So it was like totally normal, you know? Yeah. Oh, here's one for you. This is Ray. He says, why don't people squat to depth anymore? Oh, I remember I haven't I really seen an epidemic is, of that. I think the first one is, is, is what you just said, Ron. It's like this assumption because you see some people. I think the majority of the gym doesn't even know. They think they're going to death. So it's, it's nothing. Like if, if you're talking about accomplished strength training, athletes, bodybuilders, whatever, yeah. they do. So I think it's kind of a, a misguided uh, question because I don't, I don't see that very often at all. I see depth happening most of the time. Um, and I think the other reason is because Instagram is all about how much you lift, bro. Not if you did it right. Yeah, there'd be a lot of people doing that. Yeah. yeah. So last episode, we were asked about uh, the upper quads. Or, you know, you actually you told us about making sure you, you contract them. We were you, asked. You, you softly suggested yes. that we contract them. I hinted. Somebody said, how, how do we do that? Is there anything specific we can do to improve yes. our ability to? People overpose and they overthink it. It's so simple. You're just, they, they think they have to flex their quads. You don't. You push out with your hips. You're not, yeah. I don't even think about flexing my quads. Like the actual extension of the knee, like, like a leg extension, that's not even happening in my brain when I'm posing my legs from the front. Yes. I'm just, my feet are on the floor and I run tension through the floor from my hips. So imagine you're standing on a towel. And you're yeah. going to spread the towel on the floor. Yeah. Right. You're going to like push out with your feet. Push it apart. Yeah. And you're going to make the towel spread. You know, you bunch it up between your feet and then you go make, make your feet go like that on the floor. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. And it, it's from the hips. It has nothing to do with your knees. Your knees are slightly bent. They stay the same bend the whole time. And you just turn your feet out a little bit. So you get that drive and you just push your, push your feet out on the, on the towel and spread the towel on the floor. And you got to stick your ass out a little bit when you do it. Like you're just going to start a squat. So your butt has mm. to stick out behind you a little bit. You can't have your pelvis forward. Mm. Just have to sit a little bit. Your butt should be tilted back a little and then spread your feet on the floor. Pop. And they just light up. And that's mm. all you got to do. And you just stand there all day. It's so easy. And people think they have to flex their quads and flex everything. And it's no, you're barely doing anything. It's like pop. Yeah. When you're in shape, it all shows through. You know, yeah. And Johnny actually says, uh, that one tip made my quads look crazy, uh, this past weekend at his show. That'll be awesome. Johnny Cortex. Ooh, here we go. 
So this is Jake. He's part of the Patreon. By the way, shout out to everybody who takes part in the Patreon, helps to support the programming. No I appreciate way. the hell out of you guys. Yeah. So he says, what's your least favorite food from the UK and what's your favorite? Some of your breakfast food is gross, like blood pudding. And oh, that, like old school shit, right? Like, yeah. I'm Have not you guys tried of- that? Nah, yeah, well, once, one time I had some, I didn't know what I was eating. Ooh. And then, uh, like, I'm not a fan of beans and like some of the breakfast food is really, really not my thing. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Nothing wrong with fish board. and chips. Dusty, did Let's you, see. have you ever tried blood pudding? Yeah. Um, I you tried, tried it too. I'm, I'm and I also in, know. I can't say I hate it until I try it and I hate it. Yeah. I'm <laughs> Um, uh, Dino was telling me about this one British bodybuilder. I think he was from like, I think he was from the Caribbean somewhere, but he was a British bodybuilder. Yeah. And he would go down to like the butcher and he would get like the, the fucking organ meat and the brains and stuff. And he would eat that. Ooh. Cause he was like, Oh, that's the, that's where all the nutrients are. Like it was like a superfood to him. So he was making up like a stew with all that stuff. Just put a yeah. little it. It'll be fine. Um, <laughs> sea salt Frank's red hot I, I saw that but you put up there Scott that was great yes yeah that was Alex that's that's who gave you guys the shirts he'll hey. the he'll probably hear the re-release or you know the replay of this we shouted him out yeah, yeah, yeah. at the beginning mm-hmm. um, out. got him in trouble 600 cc and saucy pizza he says no. uh, why do things my... I like <laughs> why do I'm my legs thinking of motorbikes either <laughs> Oh, yeah. Why do my leg genetics suck so bad um, when my upper body looks roided out, even though uh, I look everything to grow now, to grow them, even though I look everything probably, to grow them, to try or probably take? Probably did everything to grow them. Did, yeah. yeah. Why yeah. do my leg genetics suck so bad when my upper body looks roided out? Um, <laughs> I like that, roided you out. Pick, you, well, you picked the wrong parents. Yeah, or maybe you're not squatting to depth. Yeah. 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 Got to bring it full Never circle, know. right? What about, I, I'll give him something else too, is so when I was a kid, um, and I remember looking at guys like Arnold, because my you know my dad lifted, my mom lifted. <clears throat> we saw guys at the gym. He, my dad was friends with guys that were huge. And his answer to me was, oh, it was genetics. You know, that, that Lauren is big because he has good genetics. I mean, first of all, I think Lauren worked a lot harder than my dad did, and he ate a lot more food than my dad did, so there's that. But what about, you know, if you have a body part that's not growing, my first thought is, is how are you training it, and have you tried everything, you know? Maybe your legs are going to respond to something different than you're doing. I I have a feeling that in a lot of cases, maybe it is genetics, but it's like genetically the way your body is set up. And maybe you've been doing the wrong things, you know, maybe you suck at squats and your body sucks at squats, but like, what about something else? Or what about changing your foot positioning or elevating your heels or something to change that so that you can have the ergonomics of somebody who has great genetics, you know? Yeah. Maybe your upper body just is going to come with lifting weights, but your legs have to be strategically destroyed. Yeah. You know, I got to say, I noticed, uh, Andrew Pinnock Pinnock. Yeah. Andrew Pinnock. It says, Dusty and Ron, I saw you in England. I stayed at the same hotel. I'm the English guy who spoke to you who sounds like Troy. Oh, my you know, God. So that, that was the so big, big dude. Yeah, yeah. I must say you're both gentlemen. 
uh, you know, thank you. So I just wanted to say hi to him. He was in our hotel and we chatted with him a few times and he was big. He was like, big, big. He's, he's 51 years old, Scott. And the only reason I remember that is because I was like, what the fuck? No kidding. Yeah, you I know. Look like he didn't look older at all. And he was built like a fucking tank. That's bad. Yes. And when he came up to me and goes, hey, I listened to your show. Well, not with that accent. He sounded more London. Yeah. But he comes up and says yeah, he listened terrible. to the show. And I was like, oh, okay, fuck. Because, like, you know, like, Dusty and I still don't assume that anyone listens. Like, you know. So it's funny when they say they do. I have a question for both of you guys. What was your favorite moment the entire trip? Not just the show, just the whole thing from leaving to getting home. Shooting Mutant on a Mission Thursday night with Dusty and Dino. Yeah, that's the highlight. It's it, it's almost cheating to be honest, like because I knew that that training at Dino's uh, with Ron would be the highlight before we got there. It always is, so no shock there. So that would be that'd be the first thing, and and because I have to branch off and answer a second one. Um, I've been with Mutant for six years now, and we legit have the greatest. Like I've loved every like I've liked being on the team every year, but we have the greatest team of people across the board now ever. Like every, from the ambassadors to the management, to the owners, to the athletes, like I literally enjoy spending time with all of them and I'm an asshole and people bother me. So that's shocking. Like it's, it's definitely like a great crew, which is people say that shit all the time. I'm like, I don't really like people. So that's not usually me. Yeah. Like literally, there wasn't a single person that we that we had at the, this weekend that I wouldn't be like, oh, let's let's go grab dinner real quick because no one else is available. You want to come with me? That's cool. Yeah, Whereas in the past, I would I would break off on my own and just go eat if I didn't want to be with anyone. Yeah. So yeah. super cool. Yeah, it's a good time right now. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, the I would have flown over there just to shoot that. You know what I mean? Would have been fun. Yeah. Would have maybe shot you know more and added also, to it. But yeah. I, I thought an additional highlight was the fact that. My flight left at six in the morning, which meant I had to be to the airport at four, which means I had to get picked up at three thirty, which meant I had to stay at finals until after midnight to make sure I saw Jamie just to have him leave us. And I never saw him. No kidding. And I want to put this publicly because Jamie's the nicest guy. And I want someone to see a little villain in Jamie. So here it is. <laughs> <laughs> I, I managed to run into him. I got a photo with him. Yeah, 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 but it was late when the show ended. People just fucking scattered. Like, yeah, it wasn't one of those hangouts. Like, you oh, know, when yeah. you go to other shows, everyone's hanging out. It was like people were like the second it was over, like it was just. I heard it went really, really late. Oh yeah, oh, it was way after midnight. Yeah, I got my I got my bag like officially done and ready to go at one thirty, and my alarm went off at three in the morning. Oh, it went it went off, and I was like. Here we go. The day. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Was it like the the people who were in attendance at the expo in the UK? Is did you guys find just the group as a whole different than when you go to a US expo? Oh yeah, way more yeah, hardcore. Absolutely. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Way more bodybuilders walking around. Way I more gasp that. clothing. Yes. Way more triple XL clothing. Way more fucking you know, Anth Bales and you see the Leroy <laughs> pants and you see like, you know, you just way more bodybuilding going on generally as a percentage of the expo. That's cool. Um, 
you know, lots of big dudes walking around and considering the number of people there, right. It wasn't giant this year. It was just kind of getting back in the swing of things. Um, but it, it was great. And, uh, you know, cause at the U S at the U S expos, like percentage wise, you just see a lot more regular people and a lot more f- like fitness people. Right. Yeah. Um, whereas like England, I remember, I just feel like, I just feel like there's just lots of hardcore in the water still. Yeah. You know? So it's, it was awesome. That's why I really like going to England. I feel like a little bit of a, you know, a kinship to the British bodybuilding scene. Cause I really feel like in the nineties, everyone that came up as a fan of Dorian and that whole like hardcore scene, I feel like that sort of is in essence, the root of the British bodybuilding scene. So I feel like I'm sort of part of it without being a Brit, you know? Yeah. Uh, I haven't read this question yet, but I'm just going to pull it up and see what we've got here. What's your opinion on movies that show men in embarrassing situations that'll get you made fun of? And how would you guys handle those situations in general? I assume you don't mean movies because movies aren't real. Um, Because I don't, you know what I'm saying? Maybe he's talking about television shows or whatever, because a movie of a man in an embarrassing situation, obviously that was part of the script. Yeah. Um, but to answer the way I would think to, I think that the, one of the biggest issues in the entire planet on, on, a, on a human level is our constant fear of what anyone else thinks of us. Mm. Like everyone is really caught up in like, even things we do on a positive note, we're like, well, I gotta, yeah. I gotta get this watch because it shows who I am. Or I got to drive this truck because it, it's like it, it, so many people, whether they even realize it or not, they do it for the outward thing. You know, wow. I yeah. could give two flying fucks about an embarrassing situation to me unless it was something I caused by being a moron and I embarrassed myself and I should feel shame for what I did. Yeah. But like, I don't know what I could think of, but I mean, if I I fell down in front of a bunch of people and it was some embarrassing thing or my pants, but I'd be like, eh, it happens. Yeah. Like I I wouldn't even go change my pants. I'd go to fucking dinner if it was too far. Like I just don't, I think, I think there's a lot of concern of that. So yeah, I don't, I don't know. I I just, you, you do reach a point in age where you realize that no one is watching you. Hmm. Like no one yeah. gives a shit yeah. what I'm doing. <laughs> it takes a lot of pressure think, off when you when you realize that, doesn't it? Well, I think there we, is a I certain think age. We all, we all think that we're we all think that we're more important than we are, and that everyone's watching us. No one gives a flying fuck what I'm doing. Yeah. And if they are looking, it's it's for a split second. They don't care. It doesn't affect their life. I don't know. It's funny. I, got, I agree. All right. I got a few more here. Um all right, when you miss a meal, does it really affect the next day or is it just mental? Certainly can. Missing a meal when you're in a big deficit can really affect the next day. Like if you're dieting for a show and you miss a meal, it's like you had an extra low day, like super low calorie day. And the next day you can definitely notice that you can be hungrier and like, you know, more starving between each meal, like makes it harder. You know, in the off season, I mean, depends on how, off season you are you know if you're 40 pounds over show weight and you miss a meal chances are your performance the next day is completely fine yeah (laughs) 
you got plenty of reserve energy. You know, there's no shortage. You didn't deglycogen your entire body by missing one meal. You know, so I think that that's a big factor. And um, you know, obviously, doing it repeatedly or or is going to like you know, I mean, that's that's what everything's about, right? Is cumulative effect, right? I had a guy the I had a guy yesterday just asked me in the gym. He goes, "Hey, quick question for you." He goes, "I have days where like I'm super tired and I got to get up early, but I still have a meal to eat. Should I stay up two more hours and eat that meal mm. or go to bed and not eat it?" And I go, "Why don't you just blend up a shake that has that many macros in it and guzzle it with your meal and go to bed?" Like, huh. I don't know. Just do it. Like just figure it out. And he goes, "Oh, I never thought of that." I thought that might cause indigestion. And I'm like, so what? You're asleep. Who cares? Like, that's how I think. I'm like, just get it done, you know? And if that's a problem, then maybe you need to have that liquid meal earlier. And, but just get it in. Like, you don't have to stay up two hours to get it in. Like, that's, that's not a good idea. And I, I also have had, uh, I had a really good coach tell me once that he firmly believed that sleep trumped food. Hmm. In almost every yep. possible situation, sleep always trumped food. Cause you perform better with sleep than you do with bike by, by stand up the other way. He's like, it's just, that's what he said. So yeah, that's my answer. Your sleep is underrated. Mm-hmm. Underrated. Oh, oh wait, we're want, done with he that. Wants to choose. Are, are we doing accurately rated? <laughs> Scott? Fuck. Um, I was going to say exactly what you said, Ron, but I also think the one thing I suggest with people is this is not performance, but on preparation. Like usually you see you've missed a meal or you're going to like, most people have a schedule and they see something's coming up. It's going to fuck them. Then take that meal. It's going to be missed and split it in halves and add it to other meals. Or yeah. if the shit hits the fan and you, you have a blowout on the tie, on the way home or you get in a car accident and you're now late, then like you said, I think a lot of people, we really got caught somewhere along the line in this whole like six magic meals bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I literally tell my clients in their very first <laughs> diet email, I do not care the order of these meals. All I care about is between the time you wake up and the time you go to bed, everything written on that diet is eaten and nothing additional. Yeah. How it yeah. goes down and when it goes down, I don't give a fuck. Make it happen. Yeah. So I don't care either. Don't overthink make that it, shit. Make it happen. Figure it out. I love this guy's name, the Juice Goose. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> he says a uh, question: Are you guys happy that we have a niche sport? And I say niche, by the way. But I'm trying to say niche. Yeah, niche and niche are like, I think that's just a interchangeable. Potato, potato. What do, what do you guys say? Niche? I've niche. always said niche. Center wrong, so it's fine. I've always said niche. What, what, how do you say it, Dusty? Yeah, it's a niche too. Do you? I always say niche, but I feel like niche is a little classier. Well, where's the, where's the T? Niche. I don't know. See, ask, I have, I have anybody in Detroit. I have a friend. I, I have a friend who says there's, who, there's riches and niches. He says like that's where you make the money is those niches that no one else is is marketing to, right? So oh yeah, that's one of the things. He's like there's riches and niches. Like well, you know, find just, the guy. He's just saying it wrong to make it match, so he can he can sell it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> but how do you guys feel? Are are you happy that we have a niche sport or niche for if you're in Detroit? I I I think that I've. That's one of the things that attracted me to it was that it was outlaw and hmm. anti um, anti establishment. And like I've talked about this before and in some interviews where 
like I sort of had a rebel in me and it could have come out in a lot of different ways. Like maybe if I'd have been around some punk rock kids, I would have wound up in a punk band or maybe if I'd grown up with like hardcore skaters, I might've been like one of those guys. Um, but I was always attracted to like counterculture and being, you know, not the usual kid. And that, you know, that's one of the reasons why I didn't want to play hockey was because all the other kids were playing hockey. And I was like, ah, I don't really want to do that. I don't know something about it. So I'd say that that was, part of why I chose it in the first place was that it was a, a niche. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I'm with you, Ron, but, but even further was, um, again, I never thought about it. Huh. I didn't, I, I, and I, and it sounds so cheesy, but I don't think I, I chose bodybuilding. Like, when I was playing hockey, I, I always would notice the bodybuilding magazines. I always was drawn to that freakish look. And yeah. it just kind of took place. Like, I was never concerned with what anyone thought of what I was doing. And now in hindsight, as, as social media and the world has changed, it used to be freaky, like, eh. And now, like, people respect bodybuilding even if they have no interest in it because they know what it takes because they have a hard time losing 10 pounds for their upcoming yeah. trip in six months so they look at you and they're like dude you got to be pretty fucking like it's intense what you do and they understand that you know what i mean so yeah. I, I love what it is and it'll never change i'm so glad we've gotten rid of this ben weeder idea that we need to put in the goddamn olympics yeah. fuck it Let's fucking juice to the gills and just see how big we can get. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> I like that too. All right. What about this one? Uh, best movie quote of all time or scene from Shannon Cress. Oh, Shannon's got to come with a tough one. Ah, all time. My all time favorite movie quote is from The Empire Strikes Back. Lame. Go ahead. <laughs> Han, it's it's just a classic. Han Solo is about to be lowered into the carbonite freezing chamber and handed over mm -hmm. as a bounty. And they're just about to drop him. And Princess Leia steps forward up to him and she goes, Han, I love you. And it's the moment you've been waiting for because there's been tension between them for two movies and you know it's coming. Mm -hmm. and, the, and she steps forward and she goes, Han, I love you. And he looks her right in the eyes. He goes, I know. And then the floor falls out <laughs> and he drops into the chamber. He doesn't give it back. He just takes it like a fucking, like a fucking badass space smuggler. He just looks her right in the space eyes and says, "Smuggler." Oh yeah, he's a he's a rogue gunslinger, and he just looks her in the eyes and goes, "I know." Huh? That's good. All right. I, I like your angle. I'm gonna go a little more romantic than you because you know me. I got a soft spot. Matthew McConaughey, dazed and confused. Do you know what's so cool about high school chicks? I keep getting older, and they keep staying the same age. <laughs> Romantic. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, that sums I up Dusty remember. and I completely. Yeah. Those two almost go together. <laughs> I love you. I know. I, know. <laughs> I saw it. What's your answer? I saw a answer? meme. I got something that's just kind of interesting because I didn't know this. Um, you, Dusty, are a Doc Holiday fan, aren't you? Oh, man. It's so funny that you went to Tombstone because I was actually just thinking of two Western movies, Tombstone being one of them. Well, 
okay, so I, you know, I, I haven't seen that movie actually. I've only seen clips of it, and it's something I want to see now. I, I've been thinking about. It. I was like, man, I want to watch some more westerns. So that's something You've on never my list. Seen Tombstone? No, I didn't. I it, that was in a phase you where I was me going to recite to... the entire movie. Right <laughs> we got time. We got I to... can start in the beginning. I was going to. I was like in art school at the time. If, if it didn't have like uh, subtitles, it wasn't like French or something. I probably wasn't watching it at that time. Doc Holliday speaks another language during the movie in a very important scene. Does that help? Okay, so here's the thing. I <laughs> I had seen this this uh, quote of his, and I never knew what it meant. But I guess back in the day, the handle on a casket was called a huckle. And the person yeah. who carried it Yo, you didn't know that, was called a bearer. And yeah, I've always right. heard people say, I'll be your huckleberry. And I, I didn't right? know. I never saw the movie. But he said, I'll be your huckleberry. And that yes. was pretty. That's a badass line right there. That's yeah. what I'll say. I also you know, love the a, line another... when he says, when he says, skin that smoke wagon and see what happens. Yeah. That was <laughs> right. Enough. Which means, that, that, which that means, wider, but yeah. yeah, yeah, why, yeah, why, but, but he, he's, it's, uh, it's, uh, Kirk Douglas who says that. Yeah. Yep. Kurt Russell, sorry. Kurt Russell who says that in the movie, skin that smoke wagon and see what happens. I always love that line. I'm like, fuck, that's you know just so ruthless. I, I think this is great, and I'll, and I'll leave it. But uh, in that movie, there's, there's a part where, uh, Doc Holliday's describing a guy and he goes, he reminds me of me. Now I really hate him. And that yeah. reminds me, that reminds me of my relationship with Turner Riddle because I knew him online and I, and I, and I always hated him. And then I met him and I realized why I hated him because he was fucking me. I'm like, that's why I hated you. You are exactly like me. I wouldn't like me either. And now we're like best friends. That's great. So, <laughs> That's, That's funny, man. Sh- Shannon comes over the top with a great question. Good job, girl. It was good. I um, I also love that quote from The Unforgiven with Clint Eastwood, where where there he's talking to the young guy. I I I, I don't know exactly the quote, but it, it's uh, the, they're talking about killing a man, and he mm-hmm. goes, "That's the thing about killing a man. You take everything he has and everything he's gonna have, and the, and okay. everything yeah. he's ever gonna have." And the kid, the kid says, the kid says, man, you know, I guess he had it coming. And Clint Eastwood looks at him. He goes, we all have it coming, kid. Damn. That's good. (laughs) Fuck. That's good. I watched all the old Clint Eastwood movies years ago. Like all the the 70s movies. Those were good. Oh, yeah. The spaghettis. Yeah. You, You need to watch Tombstone before next week, though. I promise. I'll see if the I wife will get this. down with that because we'll see. We we spend like an hour at the most with the TV on. We might be able to piece it together. We'll see. We'll see. I want to pull you guys in. She'll be she'll be right there quoting him. It'll be great. What about this one? I I haven't seen this. I'm assuming it's a new TV show. Um, are you guys watching the new Dahmer? Oh, not yet. It's in the queue. Yeah. yeah. So last so. night. Last night, Emily and I finished season three of The Boys. Okay. So we're all officially caught up. So now she wants to watch Dahmer. She wants to watch Dahmer. See, with one eye open, buddy. One. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. Paul Evans is with us. He says, um, when planning to do your first show, how do you determine division? 
212 classic or open. Uh, currently 6'4", 205, roughly 10% body fat. My guess is if he's doing his first show, he's not going to be in 212, as that is a pro That's division. Six, well, yeah. it, okay. and it's well, a pro division. Yeah, here's the answer, though, for me, uh, and it won't be the same as your guys's. What's your favorite division and what would you like to be? Yeah. I don't like that people are now trying to select a division around what they think they would do best in. If you like being an open bodybuilder and that's your goal, even though you're going to be a rail at six four, or whatever the hell he just said, just do that. Just be a bodybuilder. You know, the only time I lean that a little bit is if you're built like a refrigerator, AKA me, don't do classic. You're just a small bodybuilder. Just do that. Yeah. There's nothing classic about your physique. You're a refrigerator. You're a Kenmore. That's the end of it. Sucks. I know. <laughs> it worked for Dusty though. So it'll, it know. worked out. Yes. But it, will, it don't, it won't work out in classic. I promise. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Bumstead's waist is my wrist. I'm like, ah, shit. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. He nailed it. Me and Dusty agree on certain things to the point where <laughs> I'm just repeating what he said. He's right. like, yeah, it's fine. Yes. But Munch Jerry has been commenting. He says, Scott, did you learn that from a recent Facebook meme? Yes, that's where I saw it. And then I was like, after I saw that meme uh, about Doc Holliday, I was like, yeah, I got to I gotta check that out. Got a drug question here. D-ball at the start or the end of a cycle? Start. Uh, and all the way through. And the end. <laughs> grind it up and put it in your eyeballs, too. It definitely works better in the eyes. Snort it. One line every morning, one line every night. Uh, did I say that? <laughs> We're still talking about D-ball here. Lines. Yeah, yeah. What's yeah. happening? No, D-Ball's, D-Ball's, D-Ball's great. Like, some people can't tol- they want to take orals for a long time. But I think, the f- like, I've, I've done cycles where you, like, throw in an oral the first three, four weeks. Yes. You know, get yes. that, like, kind of kick start. So, like, workout two. Yeah. You're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, you know there's a bump. Yeah. Like, three, three yeah. days in, three days in, your girlfriend is like, your face is kind of puffy. You're like, yes. <laughs> Round face coming up. Let's do it. No, face, let's go. St. Bernard head. Let's go. Um, have you guys felt differences with your heart over the years with getting bigger or some weird shit like double beats or racing in certain sleep positions? Oh, I just thought you're that having that. Go to the fucking hospital. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> have no, you ever had like, you- have you ever had that like pain below your pack kind of in your ribs? And you're driving yes. and you get like a pain for a second. You're like, oh, God, am I having a heart attack? Or is that like a muscle cramping? Is that like a rib <laughs> yeah. muscle? I'm super glad it's on the right side. So I'm okay. Yeah. I'm like, all right, good. You're like, wait, oh. is that the right? Okay, I'm good. God. Yeah. No. I mean, obviously, like the difference in my cardio now, just generally walking around is so much different being lighter. Yeah. You know, like a trip me to too. Costco used to like tire me the fuck out. Right. Yeah. But now I'm like, fine. I think part of that is all day. genetics too, you know, a guy yeah. who can get up to 250, 270, and it's not a big stress on them. They're probably more meant to be that size than somebody who's really struggling and, you know. Yeah. Another thing too is um, we talk about blood work all the time and we talk about getting things checked on blood work and all that. And I even neglect to mention that I have always had an ECG attached to my blood work. Yes. Electrocardiogram. Yeah. I've always done one. I, I always forget to mention them to people because I've been getting ECGs since like 1995 
and I have never had anything of any remarkable nature on any of them. Yeah. Ever. I take HCG after every cycle. Oh, wait. <laughs> Sorry. There you right. go. Not the same thing. <laughs> and, and you know what, too? It, it tells you it's good to have those on record because as you grow and as your muscle grows, your heart can change, too, and it can determine whether it's a healthy change because as we, you know, as, as athletes, the heart is a muscle, it can grow. But if you see it growing too fast, you know, year to year, then that could be a sign of something bad too. Yeah. True that. Um, yeah. All right. There was a couple more from here. I had a question for Ron, actually. I oh. almost forgot about this. You have a show coming up this weekend, don't you? We have a double show. We have two shows. We have a full show Saturday. Yeah. With a pro class 212 show attached. Ooh. And Quentin Beastwood guest posing. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a fun time. And then we've got a natural show on Sunday. Full show. Yeah, who cares? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <That's amazing. laughs> Oh, that was Jesus. <laughs> I'm sorry. You guys know I'm joking. <laughs> even, even all the natties doing the show are going to laugh at that. That was fucking hilarious. Uh, I, I did no, have a yeah, question. Be great. Yeah. Okay, there's, there's our clip right there. There's our clip. Okay. So, yeah. so um, my partners will hate me. They'll be like, what'd you do in posting that? <laughs> no, um, no, I, I'm a big fan of natural comp- competition no, i have yeah, yeah, natural yeah. athletes all that but uh such a juice head comment it yeah, was just perfect. exactly so <laughs> i have a guy that i'm working with matt flynn shout out to matt flynn he's coming from alberta he's actually probably flying right now as we speak he's got a buddy oh, okay. who lives in vancouver he's going to be staying with him today through the weekend doing the show um we had a question so when you hit do you guys call the specific side chest like do you do you say like you know, quarter turn to the right, no. then side chest from the choice. right. Okay. We say quarter. We say quarter turn to the right, side chest to your choice. Okay, that was my that was my concern. His concern too. That because no. that I've seen that happen before, haven't you? Where they make you hit from a certain position. That's like the weird natural divisions because I've had them do that. They're like rear double with your left calf back. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. seen yeah. natty Never. divisions do that. I even saw a natty division once where they had them standing back relaxed, and the judge just said, "Please flex your calves." Yeah. They just wanted to see their calves. It was like weird. I've seen some weird stuff in Chicago too, in Illinois. I've seen where a they, lot of weird shit in Chicago. <laughs> where they, they tell you to hit like a certain side or, you know, flex yeah. a calf or something like that. Yeah, no, so, don't worry about any of that. It's exactly like an NPC show. Cool. Standardized um, like rules across show. the board. Yeah. Uh, and there's something else here. Let's see. What does Derek have on here? He says, uh, ooh, how do you guys think? Crizo will match up against the guys competing on the upcoming shows who did just who just did the Arnold. Crizo. Yeah, that's that dude that came from the IPB Elite League in Europe. Oh. That big freaky dude. He was at okay. Flex's gym for a bit. Yeah. He's a beast, man. He's really crazy looking. Even Jay Cutler said that he was quite impressive oh, yeah. big dude um, real big this guy big here dude, huh? yeah. yeah yeah oh that's got the tiny head <laughs> yeah he looks like he has a tiny head right because he's just he's thick motherfucker i mean look at the brachyradialis on him put that back up yeah, yeah. Look, at the, look at the the he's got that webbed arm that phil heath has you know that brachyradialis goes all the way up 
halfway up his bicep. See, that's crazy. Crazy. He was, he was crazy. He's bonkers. He's yeah, he's going to do awesome. Right. Oh, he's you know? wicked, wild crazy. shape. God. Yeah, that's crazy looking. Look at his small head. I don't <laughs> know what his back looks like. I don't know what his back double looks like. I don't think I've seen uh, a good picture of his back double. So, I mean, let's just find out. Yeah, I'm searching images right now, and I don't... Don't say Crizzo from the back. Don't say Crizzo from the back. <laughs> well, there's this. Be careful what you Google. <laughs> yeah, check this one out. Safe search on. Okay, well, it's not the best picture because it's like not even yeah. correct lighting, but... That's the only one I yeah. can find. Yeah, It's okay. not terrible, so that's good. Yeah, but we'll see what it looks like from normal angle. This angle, he looks fake. Yeah, he does look like yeah, he has, has a small and head he is. there. Yeah. That's definitely so uh, photoshopped. Oh, let's see here. Oh, because yeah, here's a here's a realistic thing. This is on Fitness Full, so I notice Jay Cutler's wearing his pig shirt. Looks I great. love his pig shirt, riding pigs in Brazil. Yeah, he looks good. He looks good there. All right, I will see, man. Good luck to him. You know, it'd be nice to have a, a new freak on the stage, mixing it up, elbowing people out of the way. Let's go. I don't think that we can confirm this. Can you guys confirm that Hollingshead used way less gear uh, for this last contest? I'll confirm it. Yeah? You know? Sure. You talk to him? No. No? no. I'm just confirming it. Oh, good. Fuck it. I like the idea. Yeah. <laughs> so he used to support less. that? So here's, yeah. here's, here's my opinion as someone who knows James. If James says he used less, he used less. He wouldn't. Sure. Yeah. Like, I, like, James isn't, like, people who think that he would lie. About That's a good point. Fucking utterly ridiculous. Yeah. He's, like, as straight up as it comes. Well, here's the thing. For him to say that he took way less also means he admitted that he used to take way more. Yeah. So it's not like a... <laughs> all he's saying is he got the result he got doing what he did. So that's another one of those for me. I'm like, I, I really... Yeah. No one asks when before they call out the place and they don't say, okay, everybody write down your cycle. Yeah. Just so we can put that in as a factor. Be very interesting. Who wins. You know, yeah. so it doesn't matter. But but like Ron said, James is, is, a, is way too straight up. So if that is the rumor, then that is the fact. It's a good and like point. Like I said, I already said yes. So we're good. One more here. We've got one more here from V. Uh, last one. He says, uh, question for Ron, dream amp. Get of your dream amp. Oh, old primo. I'm, yeah, yeah. Dream amp. <laughs> like the original. Yeah, yeah. How about They're the pair of amps? The pair of oh, thousands yeah. of oh, parabolic yes. amps with yeah. no expiration dates. Yeah, yeah. this 76 milligram beauties lined up as far as the eye can see. Yeah. Just look, yeah. I want one of those, you know, those world championship domino things that you see with like millions yes. of dominoes. I yeah. want one made out of. Trenbolo amps from 1987. <laughs> just millions of Trenbolo amps, just bridges in cities constructed of Trenbolo amps, and then you just tip the first one over. They just you just watch it. Just oh, it'd be so beautiful. What a show! You know? Yeah, I just completely ruined this guy's question. Sorry. I want I want so many Trenbolo amps that I don't count them. I weigh them. <laughs> How many do you have? Seven hundred fifty-two pounds. That's a lot of amps. That's a lot That's of. That's my amps. dream amp. Yeah. I think he's talking about guitars, though. You think? Oh yeah. <laughs> so I, I thought that that's I'm why not, I wasn't included. I'm not an amp snob. Some guys are like amp snobs. Like my buddy George. He's a trade show coordinator for for a mutant. He's yeah. been playing a rock band uh, for like twenty years, right? Our 
our buddy. Sorry, Goose. Yeah, yeah, we our buddy. Sorry, inverted. So, so, um, but he knows his amps, right? He's telling me, he's like, yeah, I had this amp, you know, and I had an extra tube put in the preamp and then an extra tube put here. And then I had a, a double do it. He's like, some guys are really, really amp guys. I'm more of a pedal dude. Cause I like, ah. really like, I really like that 90s sound where you use the pedals to get the effects. You know, I just want a good loud amp, but I will admit I've got that Gibson SG hanging on the wall there. Which one and is that? I, the black one on the bottom. Ah, nice. And if I really want that Angus Young ACDC sound, I need to plug that into a Marshall stack. Okay, yeah. Straight in. No effects at all. Just fucking SG right into a Marshall stack. Crank the gain. There you go. Everything you need. Angus has done that his whole life. No effects at all. Yeah. Just fucking straight through the amp. Huh. So, yeah, I'd say a Marshall stack, a classic 70s Marshall stack, just, you know, to go with the SG. Okay, I lied. One more. How you many liar. of your listeners do you think are on gear, percentage-wise? Ooh, I got to guess. I got I to guess. I think it's low. Yeah? We Every time I meet people who are fans of bodybuilding, not just our show, yeah, a good amount of them don't compete and just really enjoy training and stuff. Um, so, But when I say low, this is going to throw you off because I said the same sentence. TRT and everything's higher now, so 70 True. 70? Yeah. I'd say in, including what people think is TRT, 70, <laughs> 70 to 75% of our audience. But if, if you just were like, if you took away any real TRT, then 67% of our audience. <laughs> I'd go with that. Yeah. Yeah. Meaning real that. TRT makes up about I, 3%. I love the math. Yeah. Yeah, because the rest of them are, are definitely TRT plus, 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 plus. Oh, I see. I got to say, quick, uh, Cat Boy. I was just going to mention that. Hey, guys, how is the cake? So, uh, yes, yes, we we much much appreciate that. We had a few people drop off goodies at the booth. Nice. And uh, we definitely want to say thank you for the cakes. And what was it? Donuts also were dropped off. We had cakes. There was was a thank God I'm fat. So it was no problem to uh, demolish all of it. Yeah, the cake actually, I, I was shocked when it came out because she came back and there was actually damage to the bowl from someone trying to get that last <laughs> little bit off the bottom. Yeah? Yeah. Like, I think, yeah. I'm pretty sure there was actually some plastic that was consumed by someone trying there to finish go. it. So, yes. she, We know her as the cake lady. She, um, she goes to like all the shows that, like she's oh. been to a bunch of the shows that Dave Crossland has been to. And he, she's brought cakes and all sorts of cheesecake. The cheesecake lady, that's what he's called her. I got a chance to try some of her stuff uh, at Fit Expo. Freaking crazy good sweets that she. Why that is she it always her. like the peeled, shredded lady? Right, like the cake creator. I mean, she's peeled out of her fucking head. She because she's getting the pleasure by feeding you. She's like, I can't eat this shit, but you can, My, and it's I've, amazing. You know, I've known a couple people like that before. There yeah. was a guy. There was a guy that used to do that. He would make cakes and drop them off at the gym, and then he'd go train. And he'd yeah. be dieting for like the nationals. I could make cakes if I was he'd dieting. Show, no. He'd show up at the gym with like a tray of muffins or or cupcakes. Leave him at the front desk, sucked in face, all caved in, and go do his hour of cardio and work out and suffering away for nationals, bring in the desserts for everybody else. Yeah. I had a, a client, Vache. I remember he wanted to start like a uh this like healthy cookie company. 
and uh, he brought these cookies in and, and uh, a client of mine and a good friend. And he, we met up at the gym. We we're going to work out together. He's like, oh, man, you got to try this recipe. This is really good. And I tried it and it was absolutely awful. And I told him to his face, dude, this sucks. And I, the lesson here is don't perfect your recipe when you're dieting. Because to him, it was oh. like the best thing in the world. But like to me, I'm like, this has no flavor. It's so sweet. That's yeah. fantastic. I've eaten rice cakes I, when I was, I'm dieting. My mouth's just watering, you know? I don't ever, I got to say though, for all you guys, I've never understood this whole like healthy cookie bullshit. Yeah. Like eat a cookie. Just make a real good cookie. Or, or, or don't. That's but, like, me. This whole like, no, I don't. I'm going to either have a fucking cookie or I'm going to eat a chicken breast. I don't need a protein yeah. cookie. Yeah. I I remember for years and years and years, people would say, hey, you know, if you're, you know, really need a meal, let's have a, have a protein bar. Yeah. And I would be like, nah, I'll have a scoop away in a Snickers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Done. That's Half it. of those healthy ones are basically Snickers anyway. So good to go. Yeah. Well, I think we uh, locked this one down. We had a long live show. I have to go do dad duty shit now. So Damn. I think thanks to Mutant, as always, for uh, taking care of us. If you're in Canada or the U.S., <laughs> you can use Big Ron 20. But if you're smarter, you can use Dusty 20 on IamMutant.com. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Ron, Ron, what are we going to do about that? Well, there's a certain amount of karma that goes with using Dusty's code because every time you use Dusty's code, every an time you use, yeah, an angel every loses time you wings. use Dusty's code, you have to be aware that you're enabling his behavior. <laughs> and but if you and find we it, don't want to be enablers. We don't want to be enablers, right? And, yeah. Uh, my code is there um, to use if you just want to be a straight down the middle good person. <laughs> I'm, I'm going right. to let him have that one. The universe isn't <laughs> going to come after you if you use my code. But if you use Dusty's code, you might have, but you it never might. know. You might, car might break down in traffic. Something might happen to you. Car might break down in traffic. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. Let's add Thanks in Thanks, everybody. The like, share, subscribe. And we could use comments for the next show. So, yeah. And it, we'd yeah, love sure. to have you guys along for all of our programming. So definitely hit the button, hit the bell, all that. So, uh, so I have to uh, say one thing. Um, thank you to everyone who tuned in. We've had 150 people on here. Hell yeah! And um, and thanks for all the comments and questions down the side. I, I know you guys like there was a bunch of good shit. We could have just literally talked along with you for two hours, and it would have been great. Um, but it's uh, it's uh, a lot to manage. So it is a challenge going live. Yes. So thank you for sticking with us. Some of the names, the Juice Goose. This is Just great. Awesome. This is great. There he is now. There he is. He's there back. He is. There it is. Right <laughs> yeah. And, Beautiful. and again, we were absolutely overwhelmed. Like the Arnold was good. FIBO was good. People coming up to us. We watch the show. We watch the show, but this expo in the UK was like every single fucking person that came to see us watch a podcast. Hell yeah. And yep. there Fuck was yeah. two people, two people, that saw me and they're like, hey, Ron, I remember you from the Rich Piana days. That was it. No kidding. That used to yeah, happen like you know, 10, 20 times, right? But and now it's just down to two. From the show. Yeah, everyone else was the podcast and Mutant on a Mission or both. So really happy about that. <laughs> Perfect. There you go. 
Okay. Thanks, Lucas. Thanks, Dusty. Thanks, Scott. Like, share, subscribe, comment, blah, blah, blah. Ring the bell. Use our code. Ring the bell. Us out. Blah, 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 blah. Thanks to Mutant. There we go. Remember, guys, guys. it's just bodybuilding.